We are live. It is 3.03 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.03 p.m. BST in the UK. This is the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. The best podcast hey. you've ever heard of. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Um, if you're in the chat, you should be. If you're not, you should be. That didn't come off right. It sounded wrong. I know I you don't meant. Know. Sorry, I know what you meant. I know what I meant. It sounded right in here, but then I actually said the words. And again, opening. I, I never get it right. So anyway, if you're in the oh, chat. You say it's closing. Talking. It's normally closing. You don't get it right. Right. Well. Oh. I forgot to put do not disturb on. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you're paying attention Quite to the stream, we got an important <laughs> guest here. We have a guy who we all know oh. we really like. Oh, see, you did the same thing. I got it. Yeah, I always do it wrong. Michael Pepper Tech, thanks for coming here hey. on uh, Sunday. I know it's uh, it's always busy family time and just a relaxed day and everything. I, well, thank you for taking an hour of your time to spend with us. I really appreciate it, sir. No problem. It's a little interesting. It's an afternoon versus an evening. But, you know, Joe yeah. has to mess everything up for us. Yeah, right. sorry, man. Right, oh. between his whatever and my inability to actually <laughs> conduct a podcast properly, even after doing it for two years, you know, yeah, it's okay. I'm glad I'm good at my regular job because that makes me feel better when I when I come. Yeah, back. I mean, you get paid for that, so yeah. Well, we do. <laughs> That's important. We that. I think we earned like what? Did we get like ten bucks last month? I think or like nine. Yeah, but we actually paid out more, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. So, so, <laughs> so how are you doing? It's all good. What, what a, yeah, it's a little bit of an afternoon. I realize that a lot of the times we, I see you on shows and other streams, it's usually in the evening, so I know it's a little a little different for you. So how how you been? How are things going in, in the Michael, Michael Pepper Tech household and in, in your check channel? Good. Um, no doubt with illness between me, my wife, and my son for, um, I don't know, a month. And I still have a perpetual cough going on that I don't think will ever go away. Just what it is, what it is. And right now, being Michigan, uh, you know, early October, we're, we just kind of officially started fall a couple of weeks ago. And temperatures are going down. So you go from needing your AC to run because it was high humidity to all of a sudden your heat's got to be on and it's dry. So anybody with allergies and all that fun stuff gets to deal with the shift from one to the completely opposite. And then now you got to run a humidifier. So dealing with all, all fun balance. And my son started preschool like a couple of months ago. So we're, he's getting adjusted to that. And yeah. And, uh, you know, we had new products all released out. And so it's like, what do I talk about? What do I focus on? Um, you know, and so there's the joys of that and and the balance of figuring things out. And it's it's all good, though. Yeah. So, like I said, it, yeah, I mean, it seems like there isn't nowadays with the way the releases are between Apple events and a Pixel event and everything like that. It seems like there isn't. It doesn't seem to be, maybe there isn't, maybe as much as there used to be, the lulls where you get these like breaks where there would be like lulls where you'd be like, we really have nothing to talk about product wise or release wise or phone wise. So we kind of have to kind of make up some, you know, make up some fluff <laughs> to kind of, you know, fill in the gaps there. But uh, it seems like right when you turn around, you got the Apple event and then you had the Pixel event the other day. And then Microsoft's event is, I believe, on the 12th. October. Xiaomi as well. Xiaomi 12T Xiaomi. Pro. Yeah. yeah. So if you're, yeah, I mean, they're always assuming. So for, for people like you who cover all this stuff, you're probably more about like, okay, now what do I prioritize? What do I get into? What do I, something's going to have to get left on the cutting room floor. What, what's it going to be? You know, and that's how hard is that to manage when you have all those kind of things going on? Do you have a process for that? I mean, how do you, how do you approach that uh, with your work and your channel? So when I first started, um, which will be four years ago, the end of January. Um, I, so that was like iPhone 10, like Note 8 time. Well, those were like some of my first, I guess, major devices that I had and talked about and stuff. And I remember, yeah, September, it was actually, um, you know, back to back to back was uh pixel apple and then samsung had their event in october mm. but then they moved stuff kind of around a bit so now you know we don't really have any samsung discussion anymore since the note series got pushed off until february and then as far as like other things you know apple did their iPad event and their Mac event, but even those have moved around. It, there used to be kind of a quarterly, you had each thing that went on. You had the iPad event, you had the Mac event, you had the iPhone event, and then you had like the AirPods, music, you know, other event. 
but now it's kind of all spread all over the place and so like you said there isn't really a, a wall as much as people would think and then when you start looking at like Xiaomi and Vivo and OnePlus and Apple and Huawei now is doing stuff and there's discussion of how they're going to get around the whole U.S. ban and potentially offering devices back in the U.S. again by working with other companies to provide and all this all discussion that's going on and it's fascinating stuff. Um, and I need to get more and more into discussing, I guess you would say, like non-U.S. based you know, Xiaomi devices, and I've just kind of started getting into that. I mean, I have my um, one of my favorite devices here, the yeah. Vivo X Fold, and oh, nice. I got I got in the X80 Pro, and then cracked it like a week after I got it, so it's now sitting in a box until I can get that fixed and figure that whole thing out. And I really wish that they would just send me the parts, and I could just go to a local <laughs> place because they have delaminators here, so yeah. it wouldn't be a problem, because. Um, the way that they integrate with the fingerprint sensor and the way that it's done in the layering is a little bit different. But there's companies around here that use, they do have the delamination tool, so it wouldn't really be a, an issue. And even if they didn't want to do it, I'd be like, hey, can I just borrow your delaminator? If I wreck it, it's on me, you know, as far as like, because the parts are cheap, it's the labor and the shipping that's expensive. It's actually the shipping is the most expensive part because it's right. yeah, probably it's like seventy bucks to have them fix it, but it's about two hundred to ship it there. Right. And then they said they would oh. ship, they would pay the shipping back. But then there's the local customs, um, and local like postal stuff that's going on there because of pandemic stuff. So what they do allow they allow like exchanges, but when it's repair stuff, so you have to be like really careful. And then they're like, well, you can just tell them it's a return, but then it's like, well, they know it's going into RMA warehouse though, so they'll know that it's not just a return. They're not so dumb, yeah. Stuck. <laughs> right. I'm like, are you gonna send me a new one if it gets stuck? And they're like, yeah. And now my thinking is like, well, then why don't you just let me send the old one back to you and just send me a new one that I'll have yeah, to deal just... with that if you're going to do if you would do that anyway. So now it's like I'll just <laughs> hold on to it and use it every once in a while and be careful about the glass. And and then, um, you know, we have um, what's it the 12T that was just announced there that, you know, yeah. people are just touching on. And um, I was reading about the Poco. Um, I think it's the follow up to like the M4 series that they're talking about, the, the next generation of that. And um, so I'm, the whole thing is like, I, I like to discuss what I'm using, but also getting, now I'm starting to get back into discussion type content. So whether it's like philosophical tech discussion and like the idea of like, of, um, kind of what's going on in tech space but also even like kind of want to get into tech news because there's mm -hmm. a lot of exciting stuff and then that's not necessarily stuff i can even get my hands on but it does yeah. affect it does affect the progression of tech amongst all companies because absolutely it's an international yeah. effect and I, whether people want to believe that or not it does yeah i think yeah, with the leaks they, all the leaks you get as well and they just tech think, news and they all pay attention. Don't don't let them fool you. They're mm -hmm. all watching each other's stuff and seeing what R and D yeah. is going on. And then I know, you know, in some cases you even have some people that are in R and D. These companies shift around, right? They go work for Vivo, and then they go work for Oppo, and then former HTC guys are working at Google when they want to. You know what I mean? So a lot of these people kind of bounce around. So they're definitely paying attention. It, it's not. It's not a. Uh, I don't think it's an industry. About that. They're paying attention to what the competitors are doing. Not only what they're bringing to market at the time, but maybe what's on their roadmap for you know 24 months 36 months 48 months from now and what what the next thing is michael where are you getting these um these devices from because obviously in the us it's quite difficult um so i got mine from Giztop. Yeah. Giztop. oh yeah i've heard them heard of them, yeah. yeah i've perused their website they, i mean if you're looking now if you're looking for huawei they don't have anything but if you want like vivo and realme um, there's some, I've seen Mizu devices on there. Just, you know, lots of Xiaomi. They got, they got a lot of those kind of devices. Available. Um, Iku. Yeah. Iku. I saw a couple of those too. Well, yeah. they're all under the same parent company. So it makes sense that you kind of have yeah. all those together, hopefully. I mean, and, and then if you cross compare, it's basically like, well, the Iku what was it the Iku 9T is kind of the, 
is kind of the like a cross between uh, of it's like a kind of a not quite a Vivo X80 Pro. It's not quite a Vivo X80, and then you have like the the um the you know the Miezus and the stuff like that. That they're kind of a balance between each other, and then Oppo, of course, is in there, and then OnePlus is the you know Americanized version of it which is now shifted and using more color os centric stuff which some people are conflicted about and now there's discussion though that the oneplus 11 pro is kind of going to be using the um xiaomi 12s ultra one inch sensor size in there and but doing their own but obviously they're not under the same brand so there's all this interesting and even like I was excited about um, there was the brand that was called Awesome O S O M and it was the and their whole idea of like um, you know they have the rights from or they were some of the company from the Essential Company and also some people from I I believe that were under like OnePlus back in the day and you have oh, okay. different people that were coming in place and they were trying to do their own thing. But now it's become like a cryptocurrency thing, and I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with like NFTs yeah. on my phone. And like, what what are you doing? Like, do what you were gonna do, not. And so it's like seems Look like it's been that. really delayed and kind of killed off. And so I don't know this whole like discussion of of like what do you do anymore? And it's like no wonder these companies are the way that they are. Like I had the realization today. It's like no wonder. Samsung and Apple are the main two that we talk about in the United States and other countries even have like their main like Xiaomi's up there pretty high and they have their pretty solid fan group and and you know we have that in each area and it's no wonder and and like the pixels just came out and there's been this like well this question of going around like you know if you were to discuss if you were to recommend a device to people what would you recommend and it's like well it kind of depends and and there was even a question yeah. today like does the pixel broad, or does it, samsung question. represent android better and my thing was like well i kind of feel like samsung does at this point only because of like the confusion to me with the pixels why do they not even have like a video out mode let alone a desktop mode when desktop is now like native part of android and so there's like this discussion of which really utilizes the full openness of of it but then it's a good point uh but then yeah. like the pixels bootloader is open while samsung's is not as open but they also allow more like customization while you're inside the bootloader still and then you know, Apple has always been more closed down, but then they've also been opening up with their APIs and like they announced matter integration. And then now they, and they announced like working with Google and Microsoft to kind of annihilate the necessity for passwords in the, in the like typical form of them. But then Google announces this device and they announced all this ecosystem and they're kind of closed and they kind of started the opposite of being more open, but then now they're more closed and it's all confusing because it's like Apple started <laughs> the opposite and it was opening up and allowing other companies to do stuff because they realize that that needs to be done but then the other companies are kind of doing the opposite to kind of of meet in the middle and it's like i feel like there does need to be that balance because certain things just can't be too far open and because we deal with like that chaos of development and it becomes more difficult when you have too many variables it's like an experiment you you can't Mm. have too many variables you create this like chaotic structure and we all know how chaos doesn't help and you know chaos has caused wars literally and explosions and controlled chaos is awesome but not under like under the and so to me it's like well what are you going to do with it and it's like okay I can recommend a Pixel to somebody because it has the beautiful simplicity and it creates great photos and stuff. But at the same time, then why don't I recommend an iPhone? Like, am I like if if you're doing split screen and you're doing some of the like customization stuff, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, then what really differentiates? Because on the iPhone side, then you have Apple who's been doing this for so long. If you have somebody that's potentially going to go into an ecosystem, they're already working with companies and develop stuff, and I feel like have a, a more um, stable hardware and software like because there's this discussion of like google's killed off stuff and that's concerning to people and like even my sister who's been using pixel since the early pixel is being frustrated with like the last generation of the pixel so it's like what do you do i guess it's you don't blatant you don't blanket recommend anything you ask questions and you determine like yeah okay do you want to go into a well-developed ecosystem now do you or are you just starting with a device and you don't really care how open do you want it are you okay with investing 
um, all with one company um, because that's the Google side. But then like Apple has their HomeKit stuff that's more that where you can go buy like cheap stuff from TP-Link and or you can use Philips Hue or you can use like Eufy, which is a sub brand of of Anchor and like they're actually more and more allowing third brands to work with it where like the new stuff that Google just announced is really well balanced with Google but I'm like really conflicted the direction they're going because I don't understand Google right now because and then there's the do I even recommend like a 7 or 7 Pro to somebody knowing that the 6A was such a great balance of like you had like yeah. 95% of what so I said to somebody the Pixel 6A is kind of 90% of what the 6 was and then the 6 was 95% of what the 6 Pro was like I I mean that's not exact numbers but like as far as like yeah, I hear thing. what you're saying, definitely. So when the A line is out, do I even recommend that, or do I just say, well, wait for the 7A because we know that it's going to get a lot of what the 7 had, and let and like, unless you're gaming and you really need the high refresh rate, or like you're going to take advantage of the LTPO, but even then, it does. It's not like the newer generation LTPO where it goes all the way down. Uh, you know, uh, battery life between the three isn't drastically different based on the difference in use. Because if you're gaming and you're going to take advantage of that, then you're also going to benefit from when it doesn't need to be full capacity, and you're going to get the. But at the like the 90 hertz, it's the people that kind of want the smooth experience but don't need that high end, and so they're going to get pretty good batteries. And then the 6A tend to get like the differential is like what 10 or 15 percent at most margin from like, and so you're going to spend what are you going to spend twice the price on the Pro, or you're going to spend 50 percent higher on the six than you're spending on the six A. So like yeah. there's this confliction of Google doesn't really I don't know what they're doing. Like I'm confused. Where Apple is very sure about like we have these different price points, and you know where they're aimed. You they know their own market and they know the target. And Samsung is this is gotten more. Uh, more in focus even then so i'm really conflicted with like right now what direction so i've told people like See, you're fine with what with you're Google. fine with just buy the yeah. 6a if you need a phone now and you're not going to use all the fancy extra or wait for the 7a if you need like the 10th or 2 stuff but even then what was funny to me is the day that the pixel <laughs> event was i got an update for the google photos app on my iPhone and it says with features coming over the next few weeks. Well, knowing what I know from last year, where they brought a lot of those tweaks into the Google Photos app, I'm guessing the unblur stuff will just be pushed in an update. So you'll be able to use that whether you're on the 7, 7 Possibly, Pro, yeah. or Pixel 6 Possibly. Pro, Pixel 6, Basically, 6A, 5, any phone out there pretty yeah. much. I don't, I just don't suggest a, anything. I just don't suggest anything to anybody. So I, I'm really efficient. conflicted. Like when you tell me all this stuff, what do I recommend? I guess I recommend whatever your price point is and what you're focused on. I, I don't. I've tried. Yeah, to it's all personal, isn't it? It's personal yeah, use. And I just don't recommend phones to anybody. I'm like, just buy whatever you want. I do. Yeah, just my job. Well, well, yeah. Well, your job, right? But mine. And like I said, I and then people go because then you, you you could sit there like Michael just went through essentially a, a 10 minute discussion about, and we could keep going of like, this goes here and this goes here and this leverages this, but then it's a price point. Then it's a fit and finish. Then it's a capability. Then it's an ecosystem. It's, it's just like you could spend. And most people I'm telling you, when you talk to regular people, you stuff, they literally just, you watch their eyes just glaze over. They're like, yeah, I, I just, See, had for a, me, I had an S seven. So I'm just going to buy that <laughs> another one. I want to try and answer what Google's doing at the moment. I think there's two things they're doing. They're doing different things with AI smarts with their chipset which differentiates them from everyone else. And the other thing is value for money. If you look at their price points of their devices and where they sit, like the Pro is a flagship device. And at 899, is that how much it is in the US? Or 849 in the UK? That's fantastic value. And then you go down to the 6, 599 in the UK. That is crazy value. And then the 6A, like you said, uh, with the Tensor chip still in it, again it's just crazy value yeah, but you've got the ai smarts in there as well which really yeah. differentiates them that's what i think google's doing but it's hard to um to articulate that that's why they've started to market it with things like um magic eraser right and true because that's using the ai smarts and value for money and they're that's what they're doing that's they're my behind, opinion. Uh, yeah. They're behind Samsung. They're behind Apple. So they're going to have to do some catch up. And I think they're at least, yeah. at least now they're trying to throw some weight into it marketing wise and getting that word out there. I think they're trying. So that's a good. They're thing. late to the show. Very late to the show. But finally, 
but yeah, I, I can see where people are confused about what they're trying to achieve, but that's what I think they're trying to achieve. Yeah, I think so. So do you, I know I'm probably, you know, I'm the guest, so I'm not technically supposed to be the one asking questions. Oh, fire away, whatever, you know. I know, but it's, it's it was funny. Though. I made that joke. I made that joke about I'm I'm usually the host, so I'm used to a different operation of things. And, and sometimes I have to set my mind aside of like, of when I'm on something. And like, um, I've been, you guys are, are um, very I would say you guys are very good at this. I've been on streams before where I'm like, you've been doing this for how long? And it's conflicting he, to my mind. Okay. He said we're actually pretty good at this. He clearly <laughs> is not paying attention to our show. No, it's God. But, um, oh, we much the, appreciate that. So my That's question, made my day. Yeah, my, my question would be, so we live in a day where it seems to be, I mean, not the general consumer, but like we as as like people that do what we do is if we're creators if we're like analysts if we're whatever we're doing whatever we want to call ourselves um we tend to do what's called like comparative discussions right where we look at like mm -hmm. so i where i'm conflicted with google right now is that you can compare them to themselves and to others and there's like this conflict of like not knowing because for like i said because of the differential where like when you look at the iPhone, you can say, well, you know, obviously the Pixel 6a like wrecks the pick the iPhone SE for the price point. And then you and then you go and you look at the Pixel 6 and you go, well, it's still really dumb. But then when you get to like the 7 Pro, it depends on what you compare it to, because you could be a hundred dollars difference really to like the Pro model iPhone or like the or like an S22 plus kind of thing. So it depends on where you where you start to and so i think where google needs to focus and that one thing that they sh kind of i felt like they shouldn't have brought up and yeah they were poking fun at apple what you know saying we've had all this stuff first i think they shouldn't do that because then you're saying go look they'll do it though you're saying go look at the but then you're being like go look at these other companies right you're kind of you're when you mention your uh somebody else's name then I feel like they just really shouldn't do that. Um, did they, I just kind of talk them, about though, what talk about what you're no, but they but they they might as well have they might as well have yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah, but companies do it all the time. They're constantly like mm -hmm. saying that and then having to walk it back a year later or two years later. And you're like, but well, by, com by well. comparison, when we see like Apple did their announcements for like their M2 chip, right, and they compare to the nearest competitor. Well, we don't know. Is that Nvidia? Is that um, AMD? Is that Intel? Is that uh, you know? Or are they talking about like MSI or Dell or HP or like what companies they're talking about? Where I feel like Google's focus is primarily in like their structure of discussion and marketing really should just be like this is what we do really well, mm. and that's all that they need to focus on. Not like yeah, agree this is how that. we compete with others because you, you don't because yeah. then when you do that and you start looking into things, then it's like, well, yeah, but your Chromecast, you know, your Chromecast does this really well compared to AirPlay, but AirPlay doesn't rely like, be, but Chromecast launches essentially applets where where AirPlay works whether you know between devices without having to have a Wi-Fi network and and like uh, and you have like people focusing more on like developing apps that are native to and you start to like get people looking at like what does this do over so focus on what you do really well and talk about like okay we focus on privacy they discussed that we fo we're focusing on Security, bringing yeah. all the things that you love about the pixel to the to our watch and these are the things so what they can do is re-mention things that they've already been doing for the last couple of years but make it sound new by talking about how they're bringing it to new uh, new hardware where before um what kind of got me and i know this is going to be something that a lot of people are going to disagree with but i was kind of bored at the beginning of the presentation because they were too i felt like it was too much like google io discussion still and they needed they should have gone right yeah. into like the new hardware and the new this is a hardware thing it's like how apple has uh mobile world you know you have mwc and you have well used to and you have the wwdc worldwide developers conference and then you have apple has their different events it was too much of a blend for me, and it threw me off. Um, so I felt like the focus for them, for Google, and I actually wrote something, and I was surprised that they didn't do this, was like, 
they could have really broken down about how you can save time utilizing certain features in reference to time on a watch, but how that also saves you time from not like having to necessarily pick up your phone all the time and like the mental health and physical health and all the other benefits of like, you don't have to carry your phone, but you can still look real quick and get notifications and how like their assistant is above par as far as like response. And they could have demoed that they did a lot of talk, but not a lot of show in the areas I think that differentiate them. So it's like, we have to kind of trust your word as opposed to demo. Like if you notice how like Samsung and Apple and other companies, they, they're great at demos. That's an Mm. emotional connection. Words are one thing, but like when you can demonstrate and create a, like a mental and emotional bind to an experience, you draw people in more. And that's the, and that's um, like, even the way I try to articulate when I'm describing things is drawing a picture. So like, if I said to you, um, um, if I say to you, well, here's this watch and, um, you know, it has a, it, um, it has all this great Fitbit integration and, and, you know, you can track all your steps and your heart rate and your SO2 and, um, you know, it gets 24 hours of battery life or up to 24 hours of battery life. And it's 349 and 399, you know, depending on if you get the regular the cellular or I say to you. Or I, I demonstrate and I show like a, a firefighter who has just run out from like the end of their day and they're exhausted and they look down at their watch and they see like all the calories they burnt. And then they see like a, a I love you and a heart face pops up and it says like from wife or whatever. That creates a mm. much more emotional bond. And like a, in that simple second, you demonstrated how it can be utilized, but also how you create that connection to things that you might have missed real quick. And then you re- and then, you know, they, you know, pop up on their phone and they reply and they, you know, they use Google Assistant, you know, call wife and they're hopping in there and they're off on their way and they're utilizing or they're replying with their voice real quick. And you create more of a visual and you create more of an emotional response and a utility that literally in a fraction of the time, time I feel like creates a better representation and a better experience and a, more of a connection to what that can do different than other companies. Because other companies can do that, but not quite that well. As far as yeah. like the buying the crossover, the utility, and nobody has to know what Fitbit is. Nobody has to even know what a Google Pixel is to have that experience. And then, and then you say, this is what the Pixel and this is what the Pixel Watch does. And here at Google, this is an experience that we create that we want to unite people <laughs> and not separate them. And then they could have mentioned RCS right there as well and not thrown shade, but like how 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 we're developing uh, Google messages and how we're developing our AI and how we're developing this experience that creates that connection because people don't want to be separated. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> I kind of do. Uh, so I don't, I think, <laughs> I don't think it was. Not entirely, but they're, they're I think Google's different. being cautious with the watch, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I think the focus was mostly on the, the phones and they made a big thing about the tablet as well, didn't they? And Even then it was confusing because I thought that they were going to say, like, and we've got in that tablet and it's early. I know we said we're because at the beginning, the way they yeah. represent And then they're like, oh, it's still pushed back to next year, which I get. Yeah, I'm but... quite excited by it, though, with the hub. Yeah, I think I... that's a because tablets do just lie around your house doing nothing most of the time. So when they're... instead of doing that, they could be a hub in your home. I think I, that's pretty cool. I, I yeah. really hope that they focus on and they mention this when they announce that. Um, mm. If there's a separate utility of that hub apart from, because what about the people that really want this tablet and they look at it and they're like, okay, I don't know. Let's say it's 400 bucks or 450 or it needs to be priced around. whatever it is. Yeah. Let's say it's 599 with the speaker. Right. But they say, mm. but they, the speaker creates an ex- and provides an experience equally as good as like, or better than like their fifty dollar you know, uh, Nest Hub speaker. It's it's you know it's a hundred it's a hundred hundred and fifty dollar value. So when you walk away from home, can you Chromecast to it? Can you Bluetooth connect to it? Or yeah. when Sam is using his Chrome tablet and Joe's over visiting, can Joe is that? 
is that dock like dead space? Is that just like a pile of it needs rocks to be functional, your desk more that functional, can't function yeah. apart from the? Because if that's right. the case, then I might as well like I don't know why like what the benefit of that. Um, or I guess like multiple tablets, you know, because then somebody else could dock their tablet on it, and then when they're using it, they don't need to. And I'm and I'm hoping that they also have some sort of obviously it's going to be able to connect and charge normally. Um, but I'm yeah. curious to see, like, will they also then offer a uh, cable or like just a regular dock that connects for the pins for just regular charging stuff for like, or like in your car would be kind of a neat, like up at yeah. your windshield and it clicks in. Cause if you yeah. look how they had the pins at the Android bottom Auto. of the back and then utilize it. And even without you Android auto, just because it has it on itself, like offer an yeah. LTE model for like 50 bucks more because everybody else charges a hundred or 150 bucks to jump between, but offer like an, and it doesn't have to be 5g either then like you can start no, it it off with like no. LTE now and then cut that point because right now I think because it's 5g, that's where we see like the hundred, $150 price jump and then say, well, we are doing this because, you know, it provides, it pulls up, you know, combined with our tensor two chip, um, it pulls up maps really well. Um, because of on-device um, transcription, you don't need a high data connection to the web, like um, all this stuff that you're going to do on it. So you, you provide almost like that, what a Tesla provides in the middle or Android Auto to like yeah. anybody. You could have an old vehicle, like a 1981 car that has like Google no other it. connection, no Bluetooth, <laughs> and literally just dock this thing for... And if you think about it, that is an experience that's really unique to what they can do apart from, because I don't know that I would, like, an iPad, yeah, you could do it, but, like, when you get home, the fact that just dock to dock, you know, the connection. So with that, experience. I feel like a 7-inch version would be better. Yeah, that too. But we don't yeah. really know what size it is. That was kind of like their it's angles true. they were yeah, that is true. from the back, and, like, the, I feel like it was a 10-inch, maybe. They did, venture, they did mention two variants, didn't they? Kind of. So, so yeah, maybe I, there is I, two sizes. I, I wouldn't get a Who tablet, knows? but if they made a pixel fold, like in a tablet kind of like, you know, that's, I, I would, I'm not buying mm. a tablet. I don't care who's making it. I don't care what it is. It's not, I've had. See, I like tablets, tab me. The last tablet I had was my old Nexus 2013 tablet. And then oh, I, wow. I never, really, I never really used it. <laughs> and so, and now that I've got a duo, I mean, I got essentially the same. If you make mm. a seven inch. I've got this and this works yeah. on maps and it's nice because I can put the map across or I can have maps running where I'm still doing that's other a nice stuff. skin you've got on there Sam yeah let's have a look at that extremeskins.co.uk <laughs> green camo get you some they sell all sorts of skins that's what, the funny thing about folds is like yes I am I am by folding I have right. the the uh, the fold four as well and and the funny thing to me is like the more and more I use this I wish that samsung had a small like i want an basically i want like an ipad mini pro like in the android side so like i have the tab s8 but i would like something because i can want you know when i have this open and i'm and i'm like laying here in bed and i can do this with one hand right because of the width of it if you mm -hmm. made it a little bit taller so that you had so like their a line but with like professional specs so you get the good cameras and you get like the oled display and you get the better processor and more memory and stuff and like decks i feel like because then the price point you'd be able to pro but the problem would be like that would probably be more expensive than the s at that yeah. point because of but <clears throat> but i feel like that's something that they could do and it would be really cool to like have just a pocket, almost like a pocketable tablet at that point, or like a purseable, you know. And you get the, you know, you get the full-on water and dust resistance. Um, you get the fact that you can use like a regular stylus and not like the fold version of it. Um, you get like the benefit of it's a lot easier to find like stands or like clip mounts that go in your car for it because you have to be really careful about putting pressure obviously on each on the sides with the fold sometimes and and even like where the um the charger aligns for wireless charging they have to build it a certain way because when you rotate the fold you know it, it shifts it so you have to have yeah. like coils side by side but then also top and bottom so depending on which we i don't know i just feel like they could do that maybe um, have like the S8 Plus and the S8 Ultra as like their line of things, and then have a smaller tablet that's got that kind of. I don't know. I just feel like that would be an awesome thing to have. 
and especially because the of, the benefit of the benefit of Dex, to mm. me, it's like, because I don't want to get into like a Dex versus stage manager thing because I'm going to make people upset when I say certain things. But anyways, <laughs> um, to me, Dex, like the benefit it has is that you have the regular UI on your device. But when you dock it up, you get this like expansive different UI. So when you have a tablet, the fact that it can run it on it, but then when you plug it in, you also lose it running. On, you know, it doesn't run on it and externally at the same time. So those are some of the, you know, like the, but on a small tablet, I feel like that would be awesome. So like I have tablet mode and I get, you get like someplace and you dock it and you really get the benefit of the UI change by having it be a larger device versus like now it's kind of like a, I have the same UI on my tablet as I have on, you know, when I, you know, that there's no need for that crossover i don't know that's just my you know kind of thought on it. it'd be an awesome it's small so you use it as a tablet for what a tablet should be for reading you might do a couple apps split side by side but when you really need to do like the multiple apps and then also because if you put a good camera into it and even if you had a way of like doing two cameras on the front for so one's designed like when you're using it in normal tablet mode and then you have one that's angled down. So when you put your tablet on a dock, it angles up at your face, right? So you set it beside your monitor and you hook it up for decks and now it's designed to be angled in and kind of upright. So you can use it for doing stuff like this and nobody knows that that's what you're doing. And with a tablet, you have more space. You don't have to have hole punches. You don't have to have notches. You don't have to have... I don't know. Um, it was just the thought I had because I'm like, I like this and that I can throw it in my pocket. But the downside is like, you can't put a thicker, ba you can't make it thicker. So your battery limitation is there. The hint, like, so for somebody that want, I would love to just have like a tablet that's just a little bit bigger than that. So because when I open this up, it goes up smaller. Well, when up smaller, I open yeah. this up, the, the, section of it that takes up video um if i'm holding it normally is like the same size as like a my 14 pro max you know not pinched out but in the middle i like held it yeah. up each way and now when you rotate it the other way it gets a little bit bigger but like the aspect ratio is a conflict but then i understand why they did it because when you have a device like like my vivo that's like a normal size on the outside when you open it up on the inside it becomes a big square so you get even more like black bars on the top and the bottom and then also it's kind of more wieldy to hold even in two hands because it makes it that much wider and and then i had a realization of something the other the other night i was like so samsung doesn't need it because they have the under display camera you know thing going on which we can get it you know that's debatable i feel like they Either they should have just gotten rid of it if they were going to do that. Yeah, type of thing. I don't feel there's or any need for I, it. I really liked the original fold, how it had the notch in the corner, because I feel like they could have done something similar and then had like two cameras for different things. Because the yeah. thing where those were located, they were low enough down that when you did video, it never cut into your video. So on like my Vivo, it has an actual hole punch. So whenever I do video, no matter which, unless I have it sideways where your speakers are at the top and the bottom it cuts into it and i don't know why they don't make it so it just like pushes the content up so the holes below it see for me i don't have a That's, problem with a forehead i don't know like do the sony thing just have a little forehead it's fine there's no problem with that i don't know i just the yeah the, the <laughs> pixel a pixel fold would be awesome or yeah. even like a pixel duo would be pretty sweet yeah cuz like duo. their their, ca their camera hybrid. the way that they do yeah. the camera stuff um, you wouldn't have to necessarily have the thicker, like thicker stuff, like in there. I don't think you would necessarily have to do that. Um, you could use the old 12 megapixel, um, six a cameras on the duo. Yeah. That'd be just awesome. Do, and then price it just right. But the, yeah. then the, then the problem is you Microsoft have to, like, do what that. do you put it at? <laughs> what do you put it at? Because if a seven pro is, is eight ninety nine, ninety nine ninety nine, and then what is it for the five twelve gig? It's ten ninety nine. So you'd have to put your fold at like twelve ninety nine, thirteen nine, like far thirteen ninety nine, far enough that it's a that you that it's above kind of the other devices maybe, but not mm. too high that it's like well I might as well buy a Galaxy Fold because they've been at it for longer sort of thing. So, but I, I man, that would be awesome. Thirteen ninety nine for like a 
for like the camera stuff you get and then like android 12l is really developed yeah that's massive and then you give like a good watch that's with it um oh man um put the pins on it so you can dock it to that so you can dock it to the dock they're gonna use for their tablet yeah now we're talking yeah um and then also um make a dock that supports a desktop mode so you you dock the duo and you get like a chrome os experience there's yeah, your, i think google fans are device. shouting out for that yeah definitely. but then you but then it would be the like because then because somebody's not gonna buy you're not saying well that's gonna kill the pixel no because because somebody is gonna buy that because they want to replace all these devices so they're willing to spend like twice as much as a pixel 7 or like six or you know three four times as much as like an a line different customer isn't because it? Different they person. want something that replaces their phone uh, um you know wide enough that you get duels for like multitasking and like their computer because they're replacing right there like four thousand dollars in devices yeah. for a way cheaper so it well, doesn't it's like people thought that the ipad would affect the mac sales and we, and they've never had higher like ipad and mac sales like ever yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah true and, yeah and different so, utilities and, and I agree. So that that to that point, I think you're correct. And also, too, um, you know, I, I don't get on the price point issue because now with trade-ins and stuff, companies have pretty much offset all that. I mean, when was the last time you really paid full price for any device? Like you haven't. You have. You got, I traded in this device. I traded in that. Just device. the other day. Free watch. I got. A, yeah. I mean, Joe just did the other day. You got, a, got even got a watch out of it, right? I mean, when seven. Hmm. Yeah, it's when I'm I bought my it's Apple like, Watch. That was about it. But because, but you know, and. And I hate that argument because right now you can get a duo for nine ninety nine. Nobody's buying it. No. I was like, well, and I hear those and it's the same people. It's not in this chat because our chat people are awesome and they're smart and they know what's up. But I've heard so many people go, man, that duo at $14.99 is a bunch of shit. But if it was like $7.99, buy it. Okay. Now it's $7.99. You buying it? No, nah, man, I'm done <laughs> and I don't want it. Like, man, fuck you. Bullshit. You weren't going to buy it. It's no true. What the price was. Very true. And here's the thing. People go out and spend a hundred thousand dollars for a Tesla, but you can buy it. I went to the other day. My wife has a Hyundai, so we went to the store to get her shop to get her car service, and they had one of those Ionic fives. Now you couldn't drive it because they didn't actually have a charger at the fucking dealership. How stupid is that? But whatever. So you could get in it though, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice." It was kind of nice and set up. I like this. It looked good from the outside. It was like thirty nine six, and I was like, "Like." Okay, well, again, it's not a Tesla, so you don't can't you can't flex and show all your neighbors you got a Tesla. It's a Hyundai, but still, for half the price, nobody cares how much Tesla's th- Model Threes cost. People are buying Mach E's or the Mustang, the Ford Mustang, the 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 electric Mustang, which is not a Mustang. It's just a, they didn't want to call it an electric Edge because that's not cool enough. Throw a pony logo, on it, <laughs> cool, but. They've been marking them up. They have like those dealer adjustments where they're marking them up twenty grand just because they know people will buy them, and they're like a hundred thousand dollars. And people don't even think twice about spending that kind of money. That's like a that, what is that like thirteen hundred dollars a month? My house doesn't even cost that much, and it's like so. I, I I get off this argument about price point because nobody in the United States is very few people. Maybe the people in this chat are buying phones off contract at the store, paying full price, walking in and buying a pixel off the shelf or buying a moto edge off the shelf or, (laughs) or buying a flip at full price, right? They're either leveraging a contract, they're burning an upgrade, they're adding a line and they're trading in three or four phones to get deals. Right. So, or they're crazy like me and they, you know, sold devices, you know, did things. Sure. Uh, you know, saved up money for a while and then they went and went on Giztop yeah. and bought like $4,000 of devices. Right. Of devices and, and, like and, then, and then run into the unfortunate situation that you're in with the Vivo where if you break it, now what are you going to do? You no. can't take it to a local shop. So that's, that's but, the risk you run, which is unfortunate. But needless to say... I love those devices and I'll yeah. hold on to them and they're in there, you know, they are what they are and like their, their support and like yeah. their update. And I can't experience that without like knowing, yeah, I can, I could ask mm. people, but like, that's not the same thing. Right. And so like, these were my first kind of real import devices and you know, there'll be things that I'll hold on for a long time. And, and you know, by the time I get rid of them, it'll probably cost me less than what I would have spent on other devices. And yeah, like you're right. I traded in literally, I bought literally, I got, um, Flip 4, Fold 4, Galaxy Buds 2 Pro, and the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro because I traded in other devices that I had, well, I had gotten them free, you know, through my carrier, so they pay the per month. And then what's crazy is Samsung will take them even when, though they're still under payment. 
and my carrier is not going to care because the only way that's ever going to come off is like if I leave them, right? Mm -hmm. So they keep giving me the credits for those 24 months. And then my fold I bought on Amazon for, um, well, it was $920 with that, like a $70 case in taxes. So it was like $820 for the fold originally. I bought the fold three, renewed, and I traded that in, and they gave me like – 900 or it was like a thousand dollars plus like 200 dollars you know credits for stuff and then the flip basically i traded in i paid like the 100 bucks plus tax and what was crazy is my flip was the 128 and i got the 256 and it was when they initially had it before they changed things to where you were getting like 700 and 900 depending on the capacity so i got the 900 for that plus so by the time i'm all said and done um, you know, with what I was actually paying for all these devices. And this was literally cheaper than an iPhone 14, like if you bought that off the shelf. And I got uh, like $5,000 in devices. Involved. Crazy. Right. Like, and, there and free gifts involved in as well. Case, in cases, in my uh, two wireless charging dual yeah. stands, a black one and a, free, and a free stuff uh, give white now. one and, yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like... Yeah, obviously I had the initial costs on stuff, but some of that was so cheap. You know, some of that was like I paid a lot less than what they even gave me for it or, um, you know, it was through my carrier. So they're paying for it. And like my flip is on a, a lot, an added line where T-Mobile pays for the line too. So it's, you know, there's nice. things like that. And then when, when, with my iPhone, I paid the difference. I paid like 210 bucks because it was 144 plus Too taxes much. and then they gave me <laughs> they gave me a thousand dollars for my old phone so i went from 13 pro to a 14 pro max for a couple hundred bucks so nobody pays it's for ridiculous I, literally everything i spent between like all that and i got all this boatload of stuff was still less than right uh you know uh what i would have spent for a 256 gig um you know 14 or yeah you know, plus or, uh, you know, whatever. And my wife is going to get a trade up and that's the thing. And like even Google this year is doing okay deal and the pixel stuff, like through my carrier, like I have T-Mobile, um, I have to have Magenta Max to do it, but they're giving like 800 bucks for almost anything. You could go buy an LG V60 online for like 200 bucks and they'll give you 800. So you, right, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, so you could spend 200 bucks. You're not plus, even leveraging any of those prices. Basically, it's all these trades. And I mean, eventually at some point you'll, you know, you'll catch up. But that's what I mean. It's like, I, I'm not saying you should completely ignore the MSRP on any of these devices. It's, but to make that the grounding point of your argument, when most of the time it's, it's either a specious argument, you're not actually going to do it, or you're just doing it to be argumentative and everything else. And it, 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 when you blink it down logically, you just describe what a lot of people probably are here doing, you know, trading in at least one device, right? And then you get these deals, and there's, you know, Joe, you got the Pixel Seven, right? And you got you got the watch with it, Seven Pro, the Seven Wait, Pro, and the watch was free, yeah. Yeah, they're just giving shit away. So who gives a shit to watch? Giving shit away. It could be it could be nine thousand dollars, <laughs> and if you got it for free, you got it for free. And if you wait yeah. six months, what was funny though? You can buy cheaper. Sam, listen to this, right? <laughs> I had the choice of picking the Buds Pro or the watch. As if I'm going to pick the Buds Pro. If I oh, even yeah. if I wanted the Buds Pro, I'd get the watch, sell it, and buy the Buds Pro and be better off. It's just like, why right. give me and, the option? Right, and then like I said, I mean, trade-ins are yeah. Even you know, Dan's even saying yeah, trade-ins are crazy. Yeah, Samsung oh. trade-ins are crazy. Yeah, so Michael, that's what I'm in saying. the US. I get your point, and I agree with you. Um, and I just don't think a lot of people are really leveraging price point. And I think when people want to hang that as their major differentiator and why they're getting this phone as opposed to that phone, I really don't think they are. Maybe they are, but I, I don't know. I mean, they like, walk, I, they walk in and they go, "Okay, I." They either go, "I." They either go, "I want a Google, I want a Pixel, I want an iPhone, I want a Samsung, I want a OnePlus, I want an, a Motorola, whatever they're already using, maybe." Or mm -hmm. they go and then and they say, "What devices do you have for, you know, eight dollars and thirty three cents a month?" And the crazy thing is, you know, with these deals where they'll be like, well, if you have any device to trade in or like, oh, you can add a line and like some carrier like T-Mobile, you can get a free line. So that's what some, you know, you have people doing or whatever the deals are and you can pay, you know, super cheap per month and they'll walk out with it. And most people are keeping their devices two, two and a half, three years as it is. And then when that time is up, they trade it in or 
they're halfway through and they pay like the remaining three, you know, remaining four or five hundred bucks on it or whatever, and they get the next year's, you know, device. And, you know, once you, yeah, your initial costs is, and the more you do those trade-ins, it gets cheaper and cheaper. It's kind of funny if you think about it, because, you know, if you have a $1,000 device or a $1,200 device, and they'll turn around and give you basically the same price, and so you pay, like, $200 to get the next one, well, now you've paid, you know, twelve or $1,400, but for two devices, and then the next year, now you've paid, like, 1600 but for three devices, now you've paid 1800 but for four. So as you go further out, it gets less and less. Now, obviously, right. they keep you on contract, so you're paying your plan per month, but you're paying that anyways, most likely. Right. That's what I'm saying. See, for the carriers, yeah. though, the carriers, their business isn't the devices. Their business is the network. It's and all the airtime. So for them, they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> But T-Mobile right. probably hates me because I have three three paid lines and three free lines and my devices. I, I'm I'm always no. They probably love the, you, man. They probably love I, you. Yeah, but if you think about like versus six paid lines, so I have you know a yeah, hundred and some dollars worth of lines that are free plus the devices. Right now you're talking you. about them. Yeah. Right now you're talking well, about and, them because. And also, most people, to be fair, Michael, aren't probably doing what you do. They're probably yeah. You know, probably you're an exception. A little bit, maybe have a paid offline. Maybe two, but most people, they're, they're if they have a line, they're paying for their T-Mobile, their O2 service, or their AT&T service. Mm-hmm. They have devices that they they'll pay one off, and then they get like one paid off. I'm like, okay, now I got a free one to burn. So three months later, a device comes up, and they have this fantastic deal, and you go in there, and you're like, hey, while you're here, let's you know. So it's um, it's it's interesting to see how that all works out. But um, yeah, I don't um, I'm actually kind of glad they're not coming out with a Duo Three this year. I'm kind of glad that they're really focused on. But definitely not. Yeah, one hundred percent not. No, there's well, it would be out oh. in October. <laughs> they would be yeah, but they, they, they well, don't stick to a regime, do they? This is they do well, things quite I, random. I think that um, uh, Shane and uh, Daniel Rubino and Zach Bowden they would talk about that they they are skipping Duo Three. There is no Duo really. 22. Yeah, they're oh. skipping, which is fine by me. This this is perfectly. Don't okay. lie, Sam. Don't lie, Sam. Um, well, again, if if I'm full of shit, then this duo better show up in three weeks because it's not going. To, it's it's. <laughs> no, I mean, don't lie as as in you're happy, you're fine with it. You're not fine with it. No, I'm I actually. Okay. Not. No, I'm actually okay Mr. with it. You enjoy your duo, didn't you? Uh, yeah, Michael, have you tried the duo? I don't need a, a no. upgrade. I haven't you know yet. I mean? So 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 here. So the original duo, the original duo, um, the original duo. Um, you know, I know it started off a little rough and there were some software things and I actually feel like right now that that would be a great device for people to try if they're going to try one because you can go get the original duo for like what, three, four hundred bucks. Like, and, and And yeah, you're not, and they, a lot of the software stuff I've, as far as I've, you know, concerned has been pushed kind of to the original that's also on the the second Mm -hmm. one, unless you, and you don't have like the camera bump. So if you are, I mean, it wouldn't bother me and it doesn't seem to really bother people. But if you really want a device that you can fold back to back and it's flat and you do have like the other camera on the front and some stuff like, you know, some of the stuff that they've, and you're not sure if you're going to hold on to it for a long time and you just want to like test and see what that kind of dual screen like experience is. It's pretty cool. I mean, I had like the LG velvet, which was, you know, the dual screen. Yeah. And I really liked the idea that oh, you had that part, yeah. although that was kind of also a pain. Like it wasn't exactly the easiest to go, you know. And then you had to have like a secondary case for when you take the phone out of it, right? Yeah. And the and the had... wing was cool, but it didn't have like it only had like a single speaker, so that's kind of what yeah. threw me. And, no and then when you jack, which kind and of when, for no and when you did the yeah. uh, when you did the gimbal mode, it limited it to like a 1080p third and like wasn't as good of. Yeah. So there were some limitations, but there were some cool things. But the duo, what has the engineering is, is seeing some of the is seeing uh, what happens when you connect it up and you mirror it and how it treats it like one thing. So if you put it on, yeah, like I see that scary. Nine, uh, how it looks like one. Um, I like would one, like to one see slab. Yeah, I would like to see them as allow that and allows you to close the device. Like you can close your laptop and you know not shut off the display would be a pretty cool. Like you just like mm. oh I'm gonna use that and you still have the because others you know you get the black bars or you have to have like a full on desktop mode or you know you lose some of the and even like the way that they focused on when you open an app on one screen how it pushes everything over to the other so when you have your apps split across both home screens like that some of that stuff just really intrigues me um, and it'll be interesting to see like. I feel like 
when they do come out with the three, it's going to be one of the first of like devices if. in a long time that three is a lucky number because I feel like three has been a really bad number for a lot of companies if you think mm-hmm. about it. Like really, the iPhone, like the iPhone three series was okay, but it wasn't really the bad. You know, the three G, three GS, like that yeah. along that line wasn't really. The Z Fold three was kind of a eh. The four fixed some of the battery life stuff, but didn't really. It was like a re- the camera's a better re- as well. It's a refinement. The camera's better. I like the hinge right. better. I feel like it's gonna be one of the first times that three in in tech is gonna be a maybe yeah. a lucky number. But um, you yeah, know, in and Microsoft, the Surface Three, the, the the third Surface is really the one that kind of took off everybody. They kind of finally started to get some some market traction. They finally started to work out some of the hardware and software issues, and it started to really take off. And that's you know, so I, I yeah, I'm okay with honestly, I, I'm okay with. Again, I, I'd rather just instead of having an iterative update, because if they're going to relaunch, you know, it would be more like a Duo 2A, right? Or a 2S, right? Really, I mean, they thought about actually having a plastic version of this. They were going to talk like a, oh, really? like a Duo Lite, essentially, like it'd be more of a more affordable, same kind of display, but maybe different. See, as a companion device, I think the Duo is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I use it as my primary, but like I said, I still have my, of course, I have my Pixel. So it's a different flippy kind of dippy. Am I flippy dippy? Flippy dippy. Yeah. Which doesn't have the camo case, uh, skin because of an issue. I'll have to reach out to them. I think I, I they, they gave me the <laughs> back panel of a, of a floor. That's okay. I don't care. I'll buy it. I don't even care, but they're awesome. Yeah. The flippy dippy. See? I got the matching case because. Yeah. You know, I, I do too. But. uh, And it's the first it. time that Sam, and Samsung's cases have, have been pretty good this year. That yeah. Last year, they were kind of like yeah. more oily to me. Right. And they felt kind of cheaper, but this year is pretty good. I mean, I'm even liking the um, kickstand case. I might yeah. hold like it's hey, Joe, and it, grip if, and stuff. Also, if you get the duo, they actually have um, and I'll I, I'll put the link in the show notes probably. But Gustavo, he's actually got a build of eleven Windows eleven running on a duo. And oh yeah, I've heard most, about that. Most of the stuff has worked out. I think he's working on like most of the capabilities. So if you really are in the mood and you want to get stupid and take your three hundred dollar duo and you want to have some fun with it, there there's a way to install that Windows eleven on it, and it's pretty good. This guy's done a lot of really good API and work on the kernel. I mean, it's he's really good. If you, I've been kind of watching it. So that's another reason why you can get a duo with, just to play with the form. Just have a play toy. <laughs> yeah, something to it's... kind of mess with. I mean, how cool to be. I mean, that's what we're with tech guys. We love to play with things, right? <laughs> right. And you, if you don't use it as a phone, that's okay. As he's developing, he's coming a long way in six months of developing it. It's pretty fascinating to watch this guy really do a labor of love and really put a lot of effort into it. It's pretty cool. I, well, I, I, I wish I would do this natively, though. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> what I would like to see Microsoft do that I think would be like the, a perfect opportunity next year. Um, is them to launch the Duo 3, and then we'll be at, like, the Surf... What are we at? The Surface Pro... 10? 10 next year. And then, um, I don't know if you saw the thing that they were working on, like, like Intel had announced um, the integration with, like, Android and even iPhones being able to, like, um, send texts and, like, answer calls and, like, check photos and everything from a Windows machine, but it has to have... Uh, 12th or 13th gen Intel. So mm-hmm. no AMD at this point because it's obviously Intel's building, you know, working right. on the technology and working. And Dell actually is, actually Dell had a thing where you could have like the Dell app and kind of do that. But this is supposed to be like a kind of a native integration stuff. Um, If they announce that all at once, because then they could be like our duo is integrated with, you know, the software that's developed and this, you know, and then uh, maybe eight uh, Snapdragon 8 plus Gen 2 or whatever would be out at that time. Um, and some of the camera stuff and the better cooling efficiency and and just all that. Um, yeah. and, and in a ta- and like the newer um, the newer IGPUs from the the 13th gen Intel as far as like in the surface and even like the the better battery performance and stuff that's coming with the newer Snapdragon process. Just all that is going to be um, kind of an awesome experience, I feel like. And That's AMD's wait. working on their next, um, their next stuff as far as like um, their the way that the I think AMD's the way to go now. The way laptops. the memory works and it shares, where they have like smart access memory, kind of how Apple does, but it's on separate, so it can share the GPU and the system memory. And because they're both so fast now, you can essentially have system memory act as like graphics memory and the opposite in a way. And that's some of the stuff that they're working on. So, like, their APUs are going to be pretty mm. killer coming up. So, some of that will be interesting, too. But I feel like 
Um, by you know, then we were talking about what you know that time next year, probably fourteenth gen Intel will be coming out too. <laughs> so you'll have you'll be far enough in that like the Intel Evo generations, and like the efficiency and stuff should be improved. And now there's Intel Arc that just came out with their GPUs and and all that fun stuff. But I I do you know we're gonna have great ecosystems now. If you think about it, Samsung. Yeah. In, uh, I'm starting to think Google, more about Apple and Mo- yeah. Microsoft all have great and then you have even like Huawei with their and like Xiaomi and all this stuff is oh, coming don't get me started with Huawei one, I'm so even, upset right even, no, and it. even OnePlus now um they you know they have their Nord watch that they announced that I guess is supposed to be better than what they did with the previous one that was the OnePlus watch that was kind of a a mess so it'd be cool to see you know hmm. more competition is better Michael Pushes companies well, to quick question You've got so many different phones right now. Which one is your favorite? Which one would you put your SIM in? Your personal SIM? My personal SIM is in my iPhone. Ah, um, uh-huh, okay. Um, mainly just, and it doesn't even necessarily have to do with like iMessage being iMessage. It has to do with like the native experience. So like when I grab my iPad or my MacBook, everything just links up there and I don't have to like open an app where like if I go on my Windows machine, I'm like launching Telegram and and like doing all this stuff to get it to just things to come in where on the Apple side right now, you don't really have that. Once you've signed in, like the stuff just pings across the notifications, the but I do but I do a wield. So I always have my fold and then my Galaxy watch is on this arm my apple watch is on this <laughs> arm and also um, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a, he's got, a, he's got a proper dual wielding like my Air right. max and, and he's got a, an anklet it's really it's supposed to be like those you know house arrest things but really it's just another watch and i got my thing. galaxy buds <laughs> it's the me band um, pro 2 so <laughs> i'm and then i have my macbook that i use for uh photo editing and um thumbnails are my ipad i use for that but also i'm live streaming from my pc that i built three and a half years ago and you know using my sony a6100 and i got my um my scarlet solo gen 3 connected up through xlr to my akg p120 and i mean realistically love tech man that's that's good i use it all and they all have their different like utilities and different pros and cons and different stuff and Mm -hmm. And, like, I love the fact that, like, my Galaxy Watch just is, like, a normal watch. Um, but, uh, and gets pretty good battery life. And, but, like, my Apple Watch, I have things that I do, um, like, the walkie-talkie, which obviously brings us back to, like, Nextel, you know, one-button press mm-hmm. days. But, like, I can do, and just, like, the tracking between the two and the fact that I just, that doesn't matter which device I'm using, I'm getting my notifications and... You should try a Modvoi. You know the Modvoi Tick Pro, yeah. uh, Tick Watch Pro. I did. I had okay. the I had the three. The, what was your thoughts of that? The three GPS. Decent. It was good until it stopped working. Oh, well, and they told me they would send me another one and then ghosted me. So that was <laughs> that was unfortunate. They were like, "Oh yeah, we'll send you the Ultra, so you can use that." And I mean, now keep in mind they Tick Watch sent me the watch. So, but I was like, I'll even like I was like. It just died, and I've literally had it for just over a year. That's I was like, weird. I'll buy another one if you want me to. They were like, no, we'll send you one. And I was like, okay, cool, and then nothing. And so it kind of, I don't know. It's a little, I've heard that, though, it's the sensors with that particular one, a lot of people had issues, but the Ultra, they fixed a lot of the, the concerns. Yeah. And I really like the dual screen. The dual screen stuff. That's what awesome. I like about it. The yeah. the. The the like the battery life you could have always essentially always on display on all the time and it didn't do anything because it's that power efficient display. Um, the awesome. the watch band that I got that was like a fake leather was um really comfortable compared to like the one that came with it. I had um, issues, allergy, like skin irritation issues, and they sent me a a good like the experience was good until. I was like, what's going on? So I got to contact them again and see maybe if the, like, the person left the company or what's going on. But I just liked it in the cross-utility, yeah. you know? So there you go. There's another option. So we can put that one on the inside of your forearm. Maybe I'll sign up for the big Yeah. You can My rock foot. them all at, this, all at the same time. Just buy a well, collar for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd well, be cool. <laughs> I hate to cut the party short, but we're at one hour and four minutes. So we it are... It goes so quick. Yeah. 
I know it's incredible. It's it, we had such a great conversation. Have a great guest on here, and it's just like by the time you look up, it's like an hour of your life that Michael Pepper will never get back. Have to be on the show. But yeah, sorry, man. You'd like to have yeah. It's all, sorry it's for okay. taking your like, time. <laughs> so you can check. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Yeah, the Purposely Pixel YouTube channel. That's where you can watch our show. And of course, we got extremeskins.co.uk. Please check them out. That's our sponsor for the channel. Michael, um, how can people watch your content and get a hold of you? And uh, what's all the good ways to reach you on the interwebs? Uh, YouTube.com backslash Michael Pepper TT. Um, you can find me at uh, Michael Pepper Tech on uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter uh tiktok <laughs> like basically oh, all of all of them joe, I, I don't, got it. joe tic- we gotta have a tiktok my tiktok every no. once in a while i do like short when i have like quick blip ideas and i'm like i want to i post them on both and it's funny because tiktok will get you know like two thousand views and i'll get like 20 on youtube but right. um That's all crazy, of them I, i've i've kept them all under the same thing if you're into photography you can also find me on instagram uh michael photography um that i've tried to do some things so um and i guess i will put it as i don't well you kind of have i've actually changed my thing slightly and i need to upgrade my uh channel art for it but i don't only talk tech i live tech and i guess the idea of that is it's just around us and the way that you utilize it and experience it is feel like is your unique way of sharing that and creating that connective bond with your um, viewers, your, you know, people watching. So that's, that's how I like to approach things. I do discussions, yeah, I do tech us, reviews, I do interviews. I, I break down, get behind people's minds, get to know them from kind of where they started to where they're going. And yeah, I see that behind your mind. I quite like that. Um, yeah, it's a good show. You got Jacqueline on there, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty big. Try to be analytical without being complicated. If yeah, possible. that's tough. That's so, hard. It's a hard. That's a that's a fine line yeah. to walk. So and just have fun. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That, and yeah, that, man. That's it. And that's probably the best way to end the show. So for myself and for Joe and Michael Pepper, thanks for tuning in and listening to the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. We put it online. All the usual podcast stuff you can check us out there and thanks for everybody who showed up grounded and jerome and nicholas in australia hell we got some from australia that's fantastic barry and everybody else thanks a lot guys we love you guys and thanks for coming in again just like michael pepper said please have fun with your tech enjoy it and we'll be back next sunday with another show and uh thanks a lot just for before we that. leave yeah arsenal arsenal still top of the league love you guys there you go arsenal's and the cardinals are out of the playoffs so that's the end of my baseball season. So that sucks. So go <laughs> Arsenal and we'll see you next year in St. Louis Cardinal land. So for myself and for all of us, thanks for joining us. We're going to take off now. See you next Sunday again. Thank you for watching. Love you guys. Take care. Have a good Goodbye. week. Goodbye.